Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode eight of the Ryan and Jared podcast coming to you today. It's actually not the Ryan and Jared. It's the Expanding Life podcast, and we're going to dive into another hot topic Epis- today. Episode Ocho. Yeah. Ocho. Right. For all of those who don't speak Spanish, it's eight. Eight. Oito. Portuguese. True. Um, guys, we want to talk about something that in many ways plagues us but should serve us, and that's in dialing in our belief system and the impact that it can have with us as salespeople and as leaders. Uh, it's a topic that uh, actually Jared, my main man right here, um, brought up, and I think it's really useful um, we see this have an impact both positive and negatively across the entire organization and throughout the lives of all human beings. Mm-hmm. Jared, what kind of some of your thoughts around belief system? Yeah. How it relates. Uh, obviously, from like a 30,000 foot view, when somebody thinks belief system, you might think of, you know, big things like religion or you know, how you were raised. Values. Yes. Yeah, values, principles. We look at, you know, we talk about our guiding principles here at Encore. Mm -hmm. uh, Making, keeping commitments, taking 100% responsibility. Um, And we we talk about, these are things we talk about in the new hire orientation every single week. Um, Kind of, kind of getting, that's obviously a macro. At a micro level, kind of looking at belief systems and we want to let's kind of dive into specifically how your belief system and how your beliefs affect you in sales yeah yeah well i think it's in some ways it's it's synonymous with faith Mm -hmm. right like like how much faith do you have in in what you're doing how much faith are you creating as a leader for your salespeople? sure right um how much faith are you are, are, are you gifting a customer when you are in their home and, and you know, you're connecting with them about this product or service? Um, and so uh, that being said, when there is an absent, uh, an absence, I should say, of, of faith, um, that's when things tend to break down, mm-hmm. you know? Um, one of the things that I have always uh, looked at and examined within sales offices are um, or is what is the belief system for that office Mm. and who is creating it right Um, there's a lot of usefulness as a leader to lead from the front because in many ways you resolve that for the team Mm -hmm. you are there to create that for the office and you know I would say this to any leader if you aren't creating it, then who is, mm-hmm. right? I think you can look in the life cycle of a team, and sometimes maybe whether it's whether it's an office or a region, eventually it can get to a point to where you have other people that are, are carrying that torch. Great. But if they're not, well, then guess who gets to do it, mm-hmm. right? Because this is what happens is in when, especially when new talent come in, um, regardless of what you tell them, you might tell them, well, this is what good is, right? This is what, what we typically do. But until they see that play out, they think that that's BS. And in fact, they actually might look at you as a leader as a little bit of a charlatan. Mm-hmm. You told me that this was the watermark, but no one's doing it, 
Mm-hmm. And so then all of a sudden the demons start to creep in. Well, a manager's a liar, okay, because no one's doing that. But not only that, this isn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. Because if this is what good is, what I'm seeing in the office right now, this is what good is. Well, if I just do some quick math, that's what these individuals are making. Why would I stick this out? It makes no sense to me. And especially when you're a solar pro and you are coming to grips with like, can you do this? Um, you're battling all kinds of demons. You're, you're, you're wondering if you even have what it takes. And so now if you can look at this experience and you can go, you know what? It's not possible. Well, if I bow out, then it's no big deal because it's not possible anyway. What they're telling me actually isn't true, mm-hmm. right? Um, and this is the interesting thing is that, is that Encore, we have the phenomenal opportunity to constantly be bringing in new talent every single week. And as a leader, you have to understand that even if there were some wins a couple weeks ago, well, this new crop hasn't seen them. You are constantly establishing the belief system for better or worse every single week, mm-hmm. right? So if you're not checking that box every week, well, yeah, maybe, maybe a rep can hold on. Maybe you have a down week, no big deal, and a rep comes in this week. It's not a great week. But then you get back up, you know, back on track the very next week. They hold on for a couple weeks. They're like, yep, there it is. That's exactly what he or she told me would happen. Okay, they're great. Right, but it's really important that we have a regular cadence where we are consistently showing people what's possible. One more thing, and I'll quit talking. Um, years back, and I've shared this story with some, um, but I had kind of a tale of two stories. I had the privilege to work with a manager in Orlando, Florida, and another manager in Denver, Colorado. Mm. The Denver, Colorado manager was basically a walking 21 irrefutable laws of leadership, right? Understood at a deep level every single principle within that book and led from a very principally based standpoint. Did everything by the book exactly what you would want. The other managers did none of that. Mm. None of it. But they were awesome about creating the belief system. Both of them were one and two in, in being number one and number two mm. top reps in the entire company, even though they were also managing, right? But not only that, they bred that into their people that this is just the way that it went. Well, so let's, let's look at results. The end of the year, the office that didn't do things by the book, didn't manage things by the book, but created the belief system, dwarfed the manager that did things the right way. Now, I'm not saying that you need to shirk responsibility in being a principally driven leader. Obviously, we would love to have both. Mm -hmm. But in just pure results, the managers that were better at creating the belief system dwarfed the other. And I have consistently seen that happen time and time and time again, right? You walk in and we always, you walk into a room and they always say, you're a sum total of the people you associate with. You get out in sports and all of a sudden you start competing with people that are much better than you. Most of the time, us as human beings, we will rise to the occasion. Mm -hmm. So it's absolutely critical that we are consistently obsessed with creating that belief system in our offices and for individual reps out there. I asked myself the question as you go through that story too, like why why is that then? Why is that 
than that the office that created that strong belief system, how and why, like at a molecular level, why they were able to outperform the other office that maybe had some more structure. Yeah, you call yeah, it. yeah, way more structure. Yeah, and I, 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 I asked myself the question, not necessarily knowing the perfect answer to yeah. it. Um, but I think it just goes to show we know the importance of having a strong belief system. Because I'm a big believer, we say this the same thing with culture too, is some people say, well, there's, I've heard some people say, it's like, well, there's no belief system or there's no culture. And I said, false. There's always a culture. Yes. There's always a belief system. Yeah. It might not be the culture or belief system you like. Yeah, you want. might just be victim to whatever it is. Totally. Right? Yeah. yeah. It might be an unintentional belief system or culture that you've created. But nonetheless, there is a culture or a belief system, whether you are aware of it or not, yeah. whether it's a good culture or good belief system. Totally. I can tell this so much. When, I, when I, we've walked into offices, uh, we'll go travel the markets, we'll walk in the team meeting. And I've always said this, is that I can tell within really the first five to ten minutes of a team meeting, and I can literally just observe, and I can tell pretty closely how well that team is producing, yeah. right? I don't really need even need to see the leaderboard. I don't need to see Encore SE, yep. <laughs> see, see the dashboard. I can see, cool, How? what is the demeanor? Are they starting on time? Um, what is the energy like? Totally, right? yeah. Are their head down? Yes. Slightly depressed? Yes. Or is everybody upbeat and like can't wait to win, totally. you know? Totally, yep. And you almost see that light, that fire in their eyes. Like mm -hmm. they're excited to be there in the yeah. office. They're excited to be there. And that kind of belief system, that kind of culture is really infectious. It's really fun to be a part of that culture. You know, something that we've uh, we've talked been talking about lately out in Colorado Springs, and you just got yeah, back. Yeah, it's an awesome trip. Yeah, from Colorado Springs. Um, our main man out there, Andrew Ross. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, Andrew and Chase, man, they've yeah. got they've got the dynamic duo out do, there do right now. To, do we need to uh, solidify a nickname for Andrew, Andrew Ross the boss? <laughs> Maybe that's too... Uh, Andrew Ross, Andrew Ross, the, the boss. boss. But I just think of, we're talking, we're on this topic of belief system, and i he's the first person that comes to mind. Right? Yeah. Uh, and complete I remember, certainty yeah, in what he's doing. Complete certainty. Yep. And, and I think where this is the difference in the story that you told, where somebody's very, you know, maybe they're very principle-based, they're following <laughs> everything in the book, versus somebody who just lives and bleeds and believes the culture, yeah. believes what they're doing. Yeah. And I think the difference in, difference in it is that you're able to get to somebody's heart, yeah. right? You're able to get to somebody at a deeper level and really getting to their why, yep. you know? And people, I think intrinsically, people want to do th the right things for the right reasons, you know, whether they're conscious of that or not. And so I think when the difference is when you go to somebody and say, hey, go and knock X amount of doors because I told you to, and that's the process, versus, hey, Encore is the greatest company on the face of this earth. Yep. And what you are doing for your customers massively benefits them. Yes. And they're going to come back to you a year or two after this, and they're going to thank you. Yeah. Right? And what we're doing today matters. Yes. What you do out in the field matters. Yes. For the people that you are leading today, for the people that you're about to lead in a year, it matters. And your team is depending on you. They're counting on you. You can tell yeah. there's just such a different energy. Totally. That, right? Yeah. And that is the belief system. I, I want to be able to walk into any office, any Encore office, and I want to, I want to, I want to follow the leader that's like that. Yeah. You know, who believes that Encore is the best opportunity. Solar is the greatest industry to be in right now. Yeah. And you can tell with 
energy yep. comes movement. For sure. With movement Motion comes goes, momentum. Energy flows. Yes, exactly. Yep. Whereas if you don't have that, if you kind of just, yeah, go do this because this is the process. This will get you the results. There's just not as much energy behind that, right? It's yeah. just hard to create that inertia, create that movement, which obviously leads you to momentum, yep. which is a salesperson. Yeah, and 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 the, that transfer of energy, right? The, it's a it's just a more more profound way of communicating, yeah. right? When when you have that energy about you, that complete certainty, that belief that you can transmit to a customer. I don't care how clunky your sales process is at that point. That is so much more impactful, mm -hmm. right? When you just know that this is right and you com communicate with complete certainty. And that, that's obviously when, when reps connect with customers, but it's also when leaders connect with reps, right? Just like you use the example uh, of Andrew, right? When you can transfer that energy, it's almost like the words between the words. It's those feelings that load the words in such a way that actually gives them power, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Hundred percent. We talk about this at Encore. Um, we talk about this a lot. You know, belief in the company, right? Belief in the product, and belief in yourself. Yeah. You know, we kind of call it those three tens, if yeah. you will. And we, you give yourself a checklist. Where are you at on a scale of one to ten? Belief in the company. Where are you at on a scale of one to ten? Belief in the product. Where are you at on a scale of one to ten? Belief in yourself, your yeah. abilities, your talents. And I think it's okay to not be a ten in every category, sure. but but that should be your quest. Mm -hmm. How do I get to be a 10 in each of these, right? Um, and, and I think it'll be different for, for every single person. But, um, man, what a, what a different version of yourself. What a, what a gift you will give to those people um, that you connect with when you can be a 10 out of 10 totally. in, e in each of those categories. Totally. Yeah. And, I, and I would compare it to, like, you got almost like <laughs> you, you, you want to cook, right? You want to cook. Something like the best meal. Uh, you want to you want to have the biggest fire, right? You want to have this massive bonfire. Won't do the cooking analogy. We'll do a bonfire analogy. I like that better. I, I would almost compare it to use an analogy. I would compare it to where your basic systems and processes. I feel like are like the little kindling. You have a little bit of fire. Yeah. But I feel like once you have the basic systems and processes, what is really going to stoke the fire and turn it into this massive bonfire? is belief yeah. right that is that is that second really big key ingredient you, like you said earlier having basic systems and processes obviously knowing that things like knowing the pitch right if you have massive massive belief you're with the customer you're like i'm so excited but i don't know how to sign you up it's like yeah all right that's gonna be hard to then actually complete the transaction <laughs> yes you know so if you obviously have that nail the pitch nail the process have complete confidence belief in that and then you can then go and just pour massive gasoline on everything you're doing. And that is loading up everything you can on belief. Yeah. Right? It, what I love about this is once again, anytime in the world of personal development, peak performance, when I can see principles like this show up in a variety of places through different books or different uh, authors, right? Or, or, or different thought leaders, Gosh, I got to pay attention to it because I, I see that a lot of people believe this, mm -hmm. right? And, and for those who hopefully are attending the personal development call the last couple weeks, what we've been talking about is having that confidence, right? Um, that confident self-image as the book likes to, to talk about and how impactful that is. And oftentimes it, it, it talks about like even if, even if, 
all that stuff isn't dialed in like you're saying, yeah. right? All those skill sets, skill sets aren't dialed in. Yes, do you have to be able to sign someone up? Yes, that's obviously paramount. You have to know how to do that. But even if a lot of your sales uh, strategies aren't as sound as you want them to be, this will make up for so much. Totally, It'll make up for so much. And I think, you know, I, I can at least talk about this. Like I, I, I sucked when I started. I think most people would say, that, but in the few customers that I did get to sign up, it was on pure passion. Yeah. Right. It was yeah. just like, this is so great. Like I didn't know what I was freaking doing. I had no organization, but I could like will it. I'd be like, no, you got to do it. Here's the reason you got to do it. This is why it's yeah. so good for you. Yeah. Right. Um, I, you know, I, I think that there's very few things that will ever replace that. You will never be as great, um, as you need to be without being able to dial in that belief system. Yeah, hundred percent. And I just do. I just look back to leaders I had, and I think we kind of, kind of sometimes fall into this trap, to where it's like, well, I'm, I'm just going to be. At least this was from the case for me. I look back at the earlier part of my career, and it's like, oh, well, I'm just going to nail the process. I'm going to be very business minded. I'm going to, you know, straight line A to B, which is real, which is good. I don't think that's a bad thing. I very, very much so subscribe to that. But with that, I then kind of threw like threw out this stuff of belief. You know, it's like, oh, I'm just very transactional go go get the sale you know yeah. and you quickly can find yourself in a place where you almost feel out of a, out of alignment with values that you mm -hmm. hold and i think that's why it's important with belief to be able to make sure you're ge you genuinely believe that what you are doing is not only good for maybe it's the environment but it's good for the customer yeah right it really benefits the customer that is going to you always talk about metaverbal communication metaverbal language like that is what is going to transfer to the customer and kind of be that warm blanket. It's going to help them feel safe and secure. That transfer of your belief from you to them. Yeah. You know? And you know, a piece of advice I'd give to somebody, maybe you're just starting out in sales, maybe you're just starting out at Encore and you don't have 100 installs, right? You don't have 200 installs. Well, this is the important, the important part of gaining belief is being able to talk to other people totally. who have already kind of, charotted that path that you are wanting to go on yeah you know um I, I feel like at encore we've done a much better job here the last 18 months of kind of knocking down some of those walls so that when somebody do, does start and they're brand new and they're like well ryan you know i'm brand new to this how do i have belief it's like oh well actually i talked to this person who is has a really similar background to me and they started out and they're two years into this and they've had massive success and so they can kind of live on borrowed light a little bit, yeah. you know, to yeah. be able to help stoke their own flame to use that analogy. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think when you're brand new, I think most first-year reps underestimate how much of that they should be seeking after, yeah, definitely. right? Like, you know, we, we, we talk about that in the, the new hire orientation. Um, I don't get the privilege to do that every week now, so hopefully we're still talking about that. Of course. But, but in the – it's – it's something that I always try to do. And, and I, I always felt inadequate to really, really do it justice. But I wanted so much for brand new people to understand that as long as you continue to put one foot in front of the other, everyone freaking gets it. And I believe that at my core. Mm. It doesn't mean that some people aren't going to take longer to eventually get there. But everyone eventually will arrive. Yeah. Right? And I think that's so important. And I, and, and I would always take on the responsibility. I'm like, I've got to teach them this. Stick with it. It'll all be worth it, yeah. right? But you need that so much more. You, you can't hear it one time. To be honest, 
you know, the, the reticular activating system part of your brain might go, mm. no, nope, it's not true. You hear it one time, sometimes our brains won't absorb it. We won't believe it. It's not a part of it. And I think, I think sometimes we underestimate um, the criticality of that with brand new reps. You yeah. need to hear that over and over and over again, not just from me, but from everybody, right? Hey, tell me again that I'm going to make it, you know, yeah. tell me again, I got this. Right. And, and I think that that's really critical. I've often said for uh, our leaders, for our area managers or solar pro managers, especially those that are, are in market is one of their main responsibilities is to regularly and continually indoctrinate mm. and indoctrinate with stuff like this. It should be a placeholder in every team meeting, mm. remind people why we do this, remind them that they can do it and talk about that over and over and over again. Because, you know, a, a lot of times we aren't conditioned to think in the right way with the right belief system. Mm -hmm. So we've got to be consistently bombarding the conscious so that it somehow finds its way into the subconscious. Yeah. And that's when a belief really like roots in us. You know, we, 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 it's just automatic. It's not just, oh, I'm focusing on this. No, it, it becomes who we are. We yeah. become a different version of ourselves yeah right yeah when you say it that way what comes to mind for me like for managers i mean we always call them area managers managers but really like they're they're standard bearers right yeah. like they're they're yep. like they're belief bearers yep. or whatever whatever you know it's probably a better word to to say that but yeah really true to form and what's so what's so pivotal for an area managers is constantly like you use the word indoctrinating but constantly passing that belief on to your reps yep. you know because that is what then ultimately forms. Like, I feel like belief is what seeps out into the office. And then that's what, then what is formed then is culture, yes. right? Um, you start to have, uh, you know, a culture form. And that is really the, what becomes the underpinning for the success of an office, yep. you know? Um, I, I, th I even think back to like movies that I really like, as you were saying that and think of like William Wallace, you know, people that just. Sons of Scotland. <laughs> exactly. People I'm that just. William Wallace. You know, people that we revere and look up to in, in movies and stuff and they have like they have that leadership that leadership skill that absolute just they bleed it right yeah they yeah bleed. the belief the certainty like yeah. for since the the beginning of man we are all attracted to that yeah right like totally. we 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 see it and we feel it in those people and we want it for ourselves yeah right we yeah. want it for ourselves so you know as as, as you are on a quest to become the greatest solar pro on the planet or the greatest solar tech or the greatest leader within our organization, um, I mean, that's the secret to creating, lack of a better word, a cult following, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and uh, people always juggle, well, cult? Are we a cult? I'm like, hey, the root word of culture is cult, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Like, like you are creating... Uh, followers who are subscribing to that type of belief system and 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 we're doing it with all pure intentions right knowing that this is so good for our people for our customers right and that you're driving that and, and you're you have a, a focus on that right because because that's what people want that's just who we are as human beings we desire that in yeah. our leaders yeah and i think too one last point on this too i i think in practicality, we've given some advice, obviously, to new people and how they can how they can build belief, right? Yep. Being able to obviously go peer engagement, as we call it, go and talk to somebody who's gone through that path. Hey, you know, I'm just starting out. 
how was it like for you? I see you're really successful. How was it like for you when you first started, right? Yeah. And then being able to, those, that's kind of the ligaments, the sinews, if you will, to yeah. kind of connect you to them and connect from where you're at, those building blocks, those rungs of a ladder to where like, I, I've used this as an analogy before. Um, hi. Um, I've used this as an analogy before where if somebody, I feel like if you're a brand new rep and you see somebody who's like, man, they're, astronomically higher than me right that's kind of a natural thought to have mm -hmm. and i kind of compare it to like it's almost as though you're looking at uh you're looking at getting into somebody someplace really high and it's as though like the first hundred rungs of a ladder are missing yeah you know it can kind of feel like that sometimes yeah. and yeah. so i think that's why it's important to look towards a leader look towards a mentor towards uh, another peer who's walked that path and say hey here's the first rung yeah here's the second rung third rung Yes. And then that way, then it just becomes a lot more possible in your mind. Yeah. And as soon as you feel, as soon as you have that, you kind of grab hold or catch hold of that thought that like, I can do this. Like this is possible. That way then it, it helps get you to that next step, to that next level. And it's just a little bit by little bit by little bit. All of a sudden you look up or you look down you're like, wow, I'm a hundred feet up. Yeah. You know, I've come a really, really long way. And I would say this too for managers how important it is for you to be able to instill that belief in your people. And I think even in the advice that you give to your people, it's a lot more powerful to tell them, uh, you know, it, it, it'd be really good, Ryan, for you to go and uh, I think it'd be really good for you to go knock 30 doors today. Or it, it's really good for you to go and hit 40 doors today. Uh, this is why. Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to what I need for you to do every single day is hit 80 doors this is why yeah right yeah like that just even in little things like that how you're communicating once again you are always building or destroying culture yeah right and so how are you communicating those types of things that are really important but i think sometimes managers just like oh yeah go and try to do your best today go do what you can yep like that is terrible that yeah. is a, a, you're instilling a belief system and it's a terrible belief system yeah, yeah well well th then the challenge is right is what happens to those leaders that don't have that certainty and belief yes. system that's why they oftentimes talk like that mm -hmm. it's just a reflection of their own belief system that is that's brilliant which that's is exactly. really scary yeah and if you're asking yourself the question if you communicate like that we gotta we, we gotta we gotta make some changes right but you you you're one of your foundational responsibilities is you got to get your own mind right first mm -hmm. right you, if if you struggle with maybe the product or service that we're offering oh my gosh you got to sure that up really quick yeah. right if you don't know exactly what the secret sauce is for peak results you better figure that out right now yeah right yeah. because we don't want a bunch of leaders that are just charlatans mm -hmm. like th like there's a level of fake it until you make it but man not when when people are depending upon you to show them the way yeah right so go get really clear mm. on exactly what it is and and you know i can look at a few things that i would give counsel or advice on within the within the organization and there's some things that i really really believe in it's mm. like do it exactly like this. Yeah. And that transfer of that energy, right? That belief system in some ways that you're almost transferring to that person will light them up and allow for them to have those types of results as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But once again, we don't want charlatans. We don't want advice you don't quite believe. Mm -hmm. We don't want you communicating a belief system that doesn't really resonate. Like as a leader, once again, whether you have a position or not, right? doesn't matter. We all can choose to be leaders. Really 
hone that in, dial that in, get really clear with yourself. Yeah. Yep. Uh, guys, gals, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Ask yourself, uh, where are you at on the belief scale, right? If you're a manager or a leader, ask yourself, what kind of culture, what kind of belief system are you instilling in your team? I think there's always an opportunity for us to get better. Yeah. Always improve. Right. Um, I, no one, no one, not including Ryan or myself are perfect at this. So there's always another level, always another opportunity to get Hopefully that goes without saying. Yeah. We definitely don't have yeah. everything figured out. Should we have a disclaimer? Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, Adam, will put the uh, disclaimer at the beginning. Small print at the end. in the bottom. Yeah, exactly. But we hope you've enjoyed this uh, episode of today's podcast. We're going to move in the Q&A Q section right now. So for Q&A, uh, we're going to get through one uh, today. It says, what are, the, what are five books everyone needs to read to be successful? Uh, the first thought when I just, when I just read this, um, you know, interesting how the question is phrased, you know, to, you know, what are the five books everyone needs to read to be successful? Um, and th this kind of goes to a deeper principle that I'm a big believer in uh, is before I think books are really, really useful to help expand your mind to different possibilities and different ideas, you know, yeah. uh, help to expand. Maybe you were raised a certain way, certain thought process, certain belief systems, certain um, habits you were instilled with, and you've never thought of a different way. And I think books are really, really good to help open up your, your lens, your aperture, if you will, your perspective to, oh, I really like this, I really like that. But what I would say is even more important than that, once you started reading books is find what you are really good at find what your strength is find what what is so unique to you and go all in on that i think you know i think of you ryan where it's like it would be such it would be so, you could read all the books in the world to be successful but if you went and chose i'm gonna go be an accountant it would be massively limiting you because of what your your natural gift and talent is is communicating is people right is being able to speak powerfully so I think forever, whoever asked that question, you know, I think there's a lot of really great books out there. We've got them on the caliber program. You can see all of those are really, really good. We've talked a lot about Tony Robbins. I would think though, as you are reading those books, what, what is, what is your voice telling you that like you are really good at? What do you feel very passionate about and go towards that? You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would, I would ag agree with everything you just said. You know, if you, if you've really found your home, um, in sales and hopefully here with sales at Encore Solar, um, you know, you, you're going to find yourself down the path of reading really great sales books that's going to take your, your salesmanship to a whole nother level, right? And we've got a, a ton in that category. Um, you know, it's funny, just this last week when I was in Colorado Springs, people asked me, well, what books have, have shaped me, have changed my life, have, have made an impact? Um, and if I were to take a quick glance, if we just kind of run through a few quick categories um, on just pure belief system, the, the book to just get me out of bed and make me think that I can conquer the world. And then I guess I can take that energy into whatever I want to go in. Let's get back to Tony Robbins is Awaken the Giant Within. Mm. That book like shook me and, and continues to do so. Um, and you take his audio uh, his audio programs and it almost makes the principles in his book alive even more. Mm. You know, if I were to talk about pure leadership, I'd think it's tough to argue 
any book is better than 21 irrefutable laws of leadership, right? I feel like it just checks so many boxes. Yeah. Um, if we're getting to sales, I can give you a handful. But if I were to lean on one that impacted me the most back in the day where I felt like the principles were so applicable in what I was doing, it would be Tom Hopkins, um, Mastering the Art of Selling. Mm. Um, now, we both could probably go down the rabbit hole on all kinds, but uh, I think the way that you said it is best. Decide on which path you're going to go down, um, which you're going to be an expert in, um, and then find those books that help you accomplish what you're trying to do, right? I love it. Guys, gals, Hope. hopefully this was uh, informative for everybody. We're going to take something away from this. Till next week. See y'all. Later.